One of the activities I enjoy is CrossFit. And if you're not familiar with CrossFit, then you could be thrown by all the strange language we use, such as AMRAPs, EMOMs, and METCONs. Well, in the same way, the Christian faith carries with it terms, ideas, and sayings that are pretty unique to Christianity. And so over the last couple of weeks, we've been investigating some of those terms and phrases. And what happens is a lot of times that these words and phrases are used but never explained. And so we want to change that on LifeWords day by day. Today, our word is incarnation. Incarnation means in the flesh, and it applies specifically to the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God, Jesus Christ. We see this truth in passages such as Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. The Son of God, fully God, became fully human and took on flesh. God the Son, who once did not have skin and bones, became a real, living, breathing man and will have those two natures, fully God and fully man, in one person forever. But why was this necessary? Well, there are many reasons, but let's just consider what we read in Hebrews chapter 2. It was so that Jesus would be a suitable sacrifice for the believer's sin. And through the sacrifice of his real, in the flesh, life, he destroyed the devil and he delivers us from the fear of death. Because of the incarnation, because the God-man really died and really rose again, we no longer have to fear death. For the Christian, death is a doorway that leads us to our faith becoming sight. When you pray today, please remember Michael Smith and his family, our missionaries in Arkansas. Also, remember the Ware Ware Life Word broadcast in the Philippines. Mm -hmm.